When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course I am Tim Geddes. That was an amazing intro by the one and only Cameron Kennedy. I didn't even ask him to do this. He just is such not. a big Insomniac Spider-Man fan that he's like, I got I got to do this. And he sent it over. I'm like, well, we got to use it because that shit is hot. Uh, but of course, I am joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adioye Jr. Good day, Tim. Game over Greggy himself, Greg Miller. I like how the sun came out when, you went to, when we went to this shot. Beautiful. And rounding out our review crew today, the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. It smells so good in here. Smoke. Yeah, that on-cam live smoke. Yeah. Not the rehearsal smoke. It never mm. smells the same. Mm. Uh-huh. It never does smell the same. Um, of course, today we are talking about Spider-Man 2. This is going to be our review, but I assure you, this will not be the last you hear us talk about this game. We have a, so much content coming out over the next couple weeks. we got a whole bunch of TikToks coming out. You can follow us on the Kind of Funny Games TikTok channel to see all of those. Uh, we also have a full spoiler cast with Brian Intihar. Insomniac's Brian Intihar making his return. We did a spoiler cast for the first game that, hey, maybe you should go back and listen to to get a little caught up before you play we spider-man 2. Uh, honestly one of my favorite pieces of content we've ever done so of course we have to do the sequel we'll be doing that shortly in addition to that even sooner tomorrow what do you got going on greg ps i love you xo xo is of course your spider-man 2 faq you are watching this review i'm sure you're reading other reviews listening to other reviews uh you have uh a couple hours to write in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y so Janet Blessing and myself can answer those spoiler-free questions as part of PSI Love You. Of course, come to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, watch it live with us, ask us more questions. And of course, this is going to be as spoiler-free of a review as we can possibly do. We do not want to ruin this experience for anybody. We know that this game in particular is one of those ones that there's a lot of things you can uh, get spoiled on and people don't want to, so we're going to try our best to be really sensitive to all of that so you should not fret, my friend. Um, Thank you, PlayStation. Of course, this is uh, provided by PlayStation. Thank you so much for, for giving us the codes to this game. Um, I, I want to give an extra shout out to them for giving as many codes as they gave. They really w- went above and beyond to make sure everyone at Kind of Funny yeah. that wanted to play this game was able to play They were kind of confident, it turns out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For good reason, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. You can get it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or RoosterTeeth.com as a video. If you want to get the podcast version though search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast and we will be right there for you uh if you want to go above and beyond though patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go you could be one of our cool patreon producers like jedi master deadpool or delaney twining uh who get the show ad free they get to watch shows live as we record them they get a whole bunch of bonus content and you could join them over on patreon.com slash kind of funny today we're brought to you by BetterHelp and immersion fragrance but We'll tell you about those later. We got to get into it. What I want to do is I'm the lead reviewer here at Kind of Funny for Spider-Man, but I want to go around the table first and ask how much you've played of the game, how many hours, and what your completion level is. Blessing, let's start with you. I've played about 25 hours of Spider-Man 2. I have platinum Spider-Man 2, which means I've also gotten 100%. Greg Miller. 
Uh, PlayStation Clock says 30 hours for me. Uh, I'm 100%. I've Platinum Spider-Man 2. Andy Cortez. I'm going to assume close to the 30-hour mark, but he always, you know, I would take a couple hours off because sometimes I just sit there and scroll TikTok. My first ever Platinum, everybody. Whoa! Spider-Man 1 was my first ever Platinum. Wow, so. look at that. I'm ditching PC gaming. We are full yeah, on we did it! trophies. We Let's did go! It! <laughs> <laughs> and then, Barrett, uh, you're running the show right now, too, but uh, how, how much have you played? How much have you completed? Uh, yeah, I, my PlayStation clock, again, it's never really consistent on uh, tracking, but it says 29 hours. Uh, I have also 100%ed and platinumed it. Oh, I am at 30 hours and I have also 100%. Man, we hate this game. Huh? It, I know. <laughs> uh, this that makes so Spider-Man one was my first ever platinum that I ever got. And uh, I got Miles Morales and um, I got Ratchet and Clank, both of those before we hit the re review embargo. Here I am again, platinuming a game, a rare feat for me to do, but it just shows how much is in the game for you to love. Uh, but I want to start off saying Spider-Man two is a five out of five. Yeah. I absolutely love this game. And honestly, I think it's going to be kind of hard for me to put into words how actually glowing I am about my experience with this game. I feel like what Insomniac has accomplished is, for me, cementing that for the taste I have in video games, they're the best out there doing it. This is what I look for when it comes to AAA video games, when it comes to a PlayStation 5 experience. Um, this is an all-timer for me. I, I feel like I've never enjoyed doing what I'm doing moment to moment to moment in a video game as much as this one, and that stayed up for the 30 hours that I played. If it was even longer, I would want to keep playing even longer. And just like Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, uh, this will be a game that for years to come, I will pop on whenever I have 10 minutes just to swing around and stop some crime. Um, there are so many set pieces in this game that I feel are as good as the best set pieces in many other games. Um, and honestly, I think that the sheer quantity of set pieces in this game might outrival any other game like it is insane how many big things happen that feel like a bespoke experience that aren't anywhere else in the game or are different or tackle a location in a way that we never thought possible um i was completely blown away by that and the intro of this game we're putting up a, our first hour experience with it and you'll be able to see just my genuine like freak out moments of what's going on even from the jump of this um it's full of stories that actually matter um there's surprises at every turn and i think this might be the best use of an established world of characters that we've seen in a game um and i feel like that's so or in a game based on an ip so that that uh, we've seen star wars and like jedi fallen order just survivor i love them dearly insomniac just has so much fun with the the breadth and depth of the world of spider-man and now they are three games deep and they're able to have that much fun with their own interpretations of these characters. And um, I feel like it is the ultimate Spider-Man simulator. It's the best example of what makes a PS5 game a PS5 game. Um, and the biggest compliment I can give it is it's a game that I would recommend to literally anybody. Like this is what video games can be um, with as much mainstream appeal as possible, as much fun as possible. To say it's just more Spider-Man would be ignoring so much of what makes the game such an accomplishment, I think. Because, uh, I mean, to start there, it is more Spider-Man. It is everything that you love about those Spider-Man games. Uh, and it takes 
so much of the good and just enhances that, but I feel like it's less in all the right ways. There's less of the trivial things you have to do. There's more variation in all the side stuff you have to do. There's more options to not do the things that you're not really having fun doing, but still uh, able to uh, complete the tasks that you need to if you want. Um, and I feel that it is absolutely wild how many quality of life improvements this has and just how snappy everything is. This goes back to the PS5, but it also shows how good Insomniac is of using the tech the DualSense has never been better. And I think that's true in terms of how it feels with the haptics and how it sounds. They've nailed the use of sound in video games. It's, you get a little phone call, a little through, through, you don't get the voices. It's just, it's a great immersive experience between you holding the controller, seeing what you're seeing. The sound mix is unrivaled. Unfortunately, the Dolby Atmos mix wasn't there for, for launch for me, but I can't wait to get back in and fully uh, see what they got with that because I guarantee it's going to knock it out of the park. Um, but I feel like little improvements like the wingsuit took one of my favorite mechanics in video games, which is swinging around New York City, and made it even better somehow. Constantly, you're being rewarded with things, whether it's suits, whether it's fun gameplay elements, um, the podcast playing in between uh, the missions that you're doing. I just, I can't believe how much I enjoyed this. Um, tons of little things that aren't my favorite story ever in terms of Spider-Man, my favorite take on this character, or oh, we've seen this before, whatever. All of that, I think, falls by the wayside when it looks at, when I look at the characters and the moments they have and the fun that I had with this game, this one's truly special. Hell yeah. What do you think, Bless? Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I agree with so much of what you're talking about. I think for me, the thing that's gonna make this interesting in terms of how we take it and how I think the audience and the internet takes it in terms of the critical sense is it being more Spider-Man, right? And for me, Spider-Man 2 is more Spider-Man and it's more Spider-Man in the best ways possible. And then in some ways that I think hold it back at the same time, but when I'm talking about in the best ways possible, I think what's special about this game and what's special about some of the previous Spider-Mans is that New York is a character in Spider-Man 1 and in Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? It's not all about the Spider-Men. It is about the citizens. It's about characters like Haley. It's about characters that you meet doing side quests. And the way in which they follow up on certain, certain characters, the way in which they follow up on certain communities, I think is done in a way that's really fascinating and really cool for a superhero video game, right? And I think that stuff is awesome. You talk about some of the little additions like the wingsuit. The wingsuit is incredible. The wingsuit for me is single-handedly my favorite addition in this game, right? Like I never thought that they'd be able to step, step up the traversal in a way that made it multiple times better than it was in the original Spider-Man game, but like it really does make a difference. And there are activities that are built around the wingsuit that really do enhance it. Like if you're watching the video version right now, right? Like there's an activity where uh, you're chasing after these robots and you have to use the wingsuit essentially to uh, glide and, and, and get the draft off of the, the robots that you're chasing after. That stuff is super fun. And again, it's a really good way to enhance the way in which you're exploring New York. The overall story, I would say I enjoyed just as much as Spider-Man 1. Not anymore, not any less. Characters like Kraven, I thought they did a fantastic job with. Then there's Venom. And for me, in terms of the Venom story, a lot of the Venom stuff reminded me of Venom stories that I've not necessarily loved, right? There are shades of it that give me shades of Spider-Man 3. There are shades of it that make me wonder, like, oh, man, could have been, could have been, there been a better way to do this? Or is this just what Venom stories are, right? And for me, it's not necessarily my favorite aspect of the story. But there's that stuff. But for, like, for the, the tough thing with the story is that for every part of the story where I'm like, eh, there's another part where I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Like, one of the ones for me is the, the, the mission from the demo that we got when we first got the extended gameplay demo from the PlayStation State of Play or the PlayStation Showcase where you are doing the stuff on the water and you're chasing after Lizard. That moment in the game when you actually have your hands on the sticks and you are 
actually experiencing that moment firsthand. One of my favorite missions in the game, probably one of my favorite Spider-Man missions ever. It is chaotic. It is awesome. It is incredible. But but on the other side, right, like talking about things where I'm like, man, this feels like more Spider-Man. In the same way that I had the same critique in Miles Morales, I had the same critique in this game where I wish characters would talk to each other more. Like there are certain things where I'm like, man, this conflict, this issue would be solved if characters were just speak to each other and communicate. And I feel like the more interesting side of the conflicts would have came from if we actually had the conflicting, um, like conflicting morals or the con conflicting perspectives as opposed to, oh man, I'll call you later and then hang up and then it's like, oh, but like if you talked, we could, we could solve a lot of this, right? Like there are qu there's quite a few of that in the story and for me that holds it back for me. But then on top of that, there are certain elements of stealth missions where they take you out of the shoes of Spider-Man and put you into somebody else's shoes where I'm like, Ah oh, man, like we had this complaint in the first one, you're bringing it back again. There are science puzzles that make a return here where I'm like, oh, I feel like this is one of those things that again, takes you out of the shoes of Spider-Man and has you doing something that you don't like. And there are moments where they're being really creative in terms of side quests where you're doing a thing and it is like, oh man, I wouldn't expect to be doing this as Spider-Man. But for me, I'm always asking the question of, is this fun and is this additive? And at some points it is additive, right? At some points they use those moments to give you really poignant quests about what the state of um, some of the citizens of, of, uh, in New York is, right? Like, hey, let's put you in the shoes of somebody that you'd like, you wouldn't have expected to get a kind of story in a Spider-Man Spider game. But there are others where I'm like, ah, do I really want to do this? Like it, it, the way this controls, the way this feels, like I just want to be playing as Spider-Man. And I think they do that more often than I would have liked in this game. But overall, like, you know, in terms of the recommendation, I couldn't recommend this game more. I think it is better than Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales, right? I think if you're somebody who's a Spider-Man fan, if you're somebody who's a PlayStation fan, or if you're somebody that is looking to play the hot video games of the year, I could not recommend Spider-Man 2 enough. But I think for me, it is just shy of that 5 out of 5. Gregory Miller. Hi. What would I'll you give it? I'll continue the trend of going down. I would say this is a 3 out I'm just kidding. Uh, this, <laughs> this is a 5 out of 5 for me. Um... For what's interesting about it, right, is that I feel like when I started playing and was getting going, those first couple night impressions, right, when I talked to Jen or talked to you guys around here, very top level because we have not had a real discussion about the game, would be, yeah, it's more Spider-Man. And that was kind of me flirting with the fear of, is it just going to be more? Is it just going to be the same? Is it just going to be whatever? And there's a point in the game that I feel is story-wise, but also then I think just in terms of breath-wise, right, that we hit and turned and it was like, oh, okay. And we got off to the races. You know, we just did, we recorded, or we just did, uh, we just talked about Spider-Man on our PS I Love You XOXO. We're doing so much Spider-Man content, it's kind of a blur. Uh, where we did our top five of all time, right? And in there I talked about for Spider-Man 2018, I had the critique and I think I worded it poorly in the review, and but I kind of feel it still like some of the Spider-Man 2018 felt like well-worn territory in terms of story stuff, like you're talking about. Is it, uh, we've seen a lot of Spider-Man in our years, so is this the same, is this the not? Well, I like this better than that, et cetera, et cetera. I was fascinated that the more I played this, the more I got into it, and the more I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Oh, I didn't see that, okay. In terms of both the m major storyline and then the side threads we were getting. I, I wanna say, you know, before I forget, and I'm sure we're gonna have a million conversations about this as we go, the side content, the side missions you're doing, I think, rival the best of what Arkham was ever doing. And I mean, it's a series in terms of giving you a very interesting slice of the Marvel universe, Spider-Man's universe, what's going on here, you know, to you hinted at it, I think blessed, but you know, calling back to characters we've met on side missions before that are still there in New York. Of course they would be. And then 
breaking your heart with it. Like there is so much emotion in this. You know, I, I talk a lot about Miles Morales and why I love that game. And like, you know, the, for me, it was always the morning after beating it, recapping it for Jen and getting choked up at a couple moments in that game. And that I found myself doing the exact same thing here, not talking to Jen about it, living the moment, like watching something happen on screen and, and tearing up about it. Like it was hitting on that level at the end of the game and what they were doing. And, you know, I mentioned to you, I think when we were talking about it, uh, top level of like, man, I've been playing, you guys keep saying you beat it in X amount of hours and I'm getting to that point and I still haven't even, I don't know what's going to, you know what I mean? Like, there, I don't want to say anything or anything, but it was like, are they about to Spider-Man 3 this? Are they about to, you know, do it? And I was so happy they did it. And I, I did really enjoy the Venom uh, take on this and what they do with it and the symbiote and everything else they do and how they include Craven in this. Like, I thought this game is... I mean, spectacular, right? We haven't gone through the kind of funny scale, but a five is amazing. A four is great, right? And for me, this is an amazing game. Uh, this uh, has leapt to the top of my game of the year. Like this is for me, like why I play video games. And I think, you know, even though we're going to go on, I'm sure to keep giving it flowers. The best criticism or the best praise I can give it, I should say, is the fact that I am actively depressed that it's over. Like, you know, before this, it was like, all right, cool. I've already moved on to a couple of different reviews. Let's boot it back up. Let's go swing around, swing around. I'm like, ah, I just wish there was more to do in this game because I love it that much. Andy Cortez. I am probably the closest here to blessing as far as his thoughts go, but I still can't look at this whole package of side quests and story and collectibles and everything and not give it an amazing score like i think this game is amazing and is one of the easiest recommended must buys of the year i I'm, i got a lot of kind of uh like god of war ragnarok from 2018 vibes where i think this is an overall better video game but i don't i didn't have like the same amazing experience like i did back with 2018 or 2017 rather um and i think a lot of that is just Wait, was it 2018? 2018, 2018, 2018 right. Yeah. They were both 2018. Um, God of War. And, and I think a lot of that is um, the story and just the novelty of having this next-gen experience of Spider-Man done the best way possible in 2018. And now, like, this is overall a, a better video game, right? When we talk about mechanics, when we talk about level design, when we're talking about NPCs and side quests, I think this game did what Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart did, where when Rift Apart came out, I was like, this is my favorite Insomniac game. Because not only is all the main stuff incredible, but the side stuff that they have you do in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, I still found incredibly enjoyable. And I feel like this really ramped up a lot of the side quests, where I didn't Platinum 2018, not only because there, was, there wasn't a whole lot of costumes that I didn't really care about, right? Or there were a decent amount of costumes I didn't care about getting and fetching, and in this one I just wanted all of them. But I just felt like a lot of the side content was just not really engaging and not stuff I wanted to be doing. This does all of the non-Spidey stuff so much better than 2018, I think. When we're talking about the, the, the sneaky stuff like Bless was talking, um, the science missions, uh, all those little things that aren't you in the Spidey suit, I think, are done so much better than the 2018 version. I st still think that 2018 story and plot and like just going from beat to beat was a lot, a decent amount stronger for me. This one just didn't quite hit, unfortunately. Um, and I think a lot of that could just be what Blessy was mentioning, like, man, I, 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 
this whole Venom story just isn't quite working for me as much as I would like it to be. But it's still an incredible experience. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I love this video game. Very, very good. Very, very good. I mean, I feel like something that we all touched on uh, really loving was the side content. And I feel that uh, this game does such a great job of having its main quest, just like Miles Morales and Spider-Man uh, 1 did. But uh, having the main quest easily accessible, clear to what you're supposed to do. But uh, the way that the side quests are even presented in this being more embedded in the world, um, and it's as simple a change as instead of everything just being in the menu and you go through and click and like waypoint and get to it, like just finding the tech that's set around the city. Like I found myself having even more fun than I've ever had swinging around. And I know I've talked about this for years, how much I enjoy just doing that, but trying to look at all the different rooftops as uh, as we were swinging by. And again, the graphics of this game are just absolutely insane. It's gorgeous. And I, I want to give a major shout out to just the performance of this game uh, in the options. And I feel like Insomniac did such a great job with Miles Morales and then with Rift Apart of giving the different options. But the, the VRR... 120 hertz where it's the 40 frames per second with ray tracing and all the bells and whistles my god it's magic I, I i'm so impressed with what they were able to pull off there um and whether you're playing on performance fidelity i had a great time every which way um through all of that and it it just enhanced the experience of the seamless ssd of loading flying through with the wingsuit how fast everything was but how often I am pulled off the main track to go do these side things that's, oh, I see a little glowing thing over there. I know what that's gonna be. Let me just grab it, get that. Oh, a photo location, let me take the photo. It felt more seamless than the other games. It's a lot of the same stuff, but because of how snappy everything is, it kind of just felt like less a detraction from the main quest and more part of the adventure. Um, uh, more with, seamless is like the best word I can use. Um, but then when you get to a side quest that slows down a little bit, and like starts to have like these little like more story-based things, I'm completely blown away. Like I feel like there are a handful of side missions in this that are like as good as any game that I've played. And that's where the Arkham stuff comes up for me, right? Where there's certain one that we, you know, I hadn't finished, you guys had finished, have you finished this? Oh no, and it's like you get to the end like, holy shit, like if you didn't do this side mission all the way through, you're missing a pretty crucial piece of the puzzle of what the future of spider-man if they do another one which of course they will would be right and i think that's awesome and like even there barrett showed you know collecting a spider bot right like there are these little things and blah blah and the last game was filled with backpacks and little things to get but even spider bot as soon as i that story started unfurling of like i was like wait a second mm -hmm. what are we doing like oh then this bumps to the top of my to-do list, right? The story will be there. And it's not just the, I want to get every suit. I want the reward for it. It was like, oh, this Where's seems this like going? it's going to matter. This <laughs> yeah. is going to be cool. And they have all sorts of storylines and peppered in there. Like and, and just jumping off that with like the spider bots and the, the tech packs I was talking about. Like, I feel like this game uh, has the best balance uh, so far that we've had in the previous ones of the number of the things not being too high because I yeah. feel like the backpacks, there was just too many of them. Whereas with this, there's enough different things that make you feel like you're not just doing the same thing over and over and over where the, the, the quantity of elements you have to get and the different styles of gameplay that they present, I think is just a lot better. Even when it comes to like the hideouts of the villains, like we know we're going to get that. Like that's what the open world gameplay is of this, but and I, I could like, do that all damn day. And oh, exactly. Yeah. But they don't make you do Kingpin's construction yards a hundred times. It's you go through the different area five times. And then there's 
five times for a different one, five times for a different one. I just feel like I remember they kept it a lot more fresh. I remember platinuming 2018, right, in all like the Sable installations at the end, right? Mm. So I was so sick of doing those, right? I was annoyed with them, and I was never annoyed with anything I was doing here. And I think the closest I would have gotten would have been. All right, do this puzzle, this little science thing, all right, whatever. And the first time you get one of those, they're like, you can skip these. Anytime you want to want it, you can skip them. You don't have to do them, right? So I eventually was like, I don't want to do this. Hit options, skip puzzle. It was done. It's like Ration Clank? Save it's so like Ration Clank. You should have. You got to read the pop-up. Because I, I think what it was was I was like, well, I like puzzles. And so, yeah, I'm going to do all these. But then later on, I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck on this for oh, 10 man, minutes right now. Oh, man, the sound effects are so good. I, I love through the, the control. Yeah. Oh, so I love satisfying. it. The science puzzles are cool. Yeah. I didn't skip every time, but there was times where I was like, all right, I was on my way to something else, and I've landed here, and I know I could do this. I don't want to. It's I, not. I want to shout out also, uh, I think boss design is so much cooler this time around, and I think they took a lot of um, sort of influences from the stuff that I love and a lot of other people love when it comes to perfectly timing parries and, uh, you know, webbing up a, a big enemy and then kind of like having these awesome boss fights that are paced out really well. And it's not just you. The game can get pretty button mashing-y in a lot of moments, but I do think that these boss fights are paced out well enough to where it's not just bullet sponge or punch sponge in this sure. case <laughs> it is uh you doing a variety of different things and different stages of these boss fights and i think that they they were so enjoyable for me this time around compared to when i think of what i just one of the more annoying boss fights experience i had in a spidey game was in miles morales against rhino near the very end oh. and i just i was like this uh, this freaking stinks i don't like this right now all these boss fights, I enjoyed the hell out of. One question I have for you that off of that is you said they can get button mashy. Were you just slamming attack without thought? Would you? Because I wasn't. I always felt like I was very much like, okay, I'm using this gadget. I'm doing this thing. One of the things I want to compliment him for is you saw the combat up there. If you haven't been paying attention, obviously you have your gadgets and you have your powers, right? The powers are swappable, right? You can go in and you have different ones to put in there so you can build out your little load or load out very very minimally but on terms of like what you want on that thing which i thought was cool yeah but it was sure. constantly like, okay cool i'm gonna use the web deal that i forget this the name cool shoots everything, pulls everything yeah. together then i'm gonna use this power all right they're on cooldown so i am hitting square 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 but i'm paying attention or yeah square, square square but i am paying attention to you know hitting circle to get out of there with spidey sense and do it, all these different things it reminded me of um and you know maybe i just got to work on my fingers a little bit more you know what i mean but uh, some of my experiences with... I mean, I don't want to stop you, but have you noticed what happened since 2018? Huh. You went from doing this a lot to doing this oh, a lot. Oh, keyboard mouse, you're you right, you're I mean? right. That's on you, but I mean, it reminds me of my time with Final Fantasy 16, when you are just like, you are constantly in motion. And in this game, it's very similar to where you're... You have four abilities, five, six abilities, eight, I guess, with gadgets yeah, and with gadgets abilities. Yeah, you put gadgets together. And you're yeah. constantly looking at your cooldowns. Um, to say that it's not... Ma like I don't want to say that it's mashy like you're just playing a fighting game but you are constantly your fingers are always moving but the boss fights I thought were really well thought out and kind of methodical in, yeah. in a lot of moments of knowing totally, totally, totally. you know right here I'm going to have to dodge this and that when the blue indicator's up there I can't parry that or whatever like I enjoyed the hell out of yeah. these boss fights and to speak on the combat uh staying in line with a little bit of this is I I really th to me it's a quality of life thing like playing through Miles Morales and Spider-Man 1 like the you hit L1 or R1 I don't even remember what it was and then you kind of have to use the analog to like do the little like circle check of like what ability you want to to have then you get out whatever this is just such a great use so of much better L1 face buttons R1 face buttons and it's like oh wow what a simple little thing that like it's the same gameplay it just makes it feel so much again I keep 
keep saying snappier, but that's what it is. Well, I, I feel like overall, uh, like what would have taken me 40 hours in Spider-Man 1 to platinum and do everything took 30 here, and there's no less content. In fact, there's probably more, but there's just so much cut out of loading and yeah. getting somewhere that's not fun. Well, and the slowdown time of the combat of having to do the wheel before you get into it. Like for to close it up on combat, or at least where I want to end it for my thoughts on combat, right, was for me... It, it, you, I felt like we were crushing. I was crushing him. Spider Man. Uh, I'm talking like Venom now. Uh, <laughs> but it was this idea, right? That like for me, it felt like a dance. Like it was that fluid, right? Like I felt it's simple inputs, but it's making me feel like I'm doing cool stuff. And I also felt like I knew what I was doing. It wasn't just randomly spamming stuff. But then to swing back to what you were saying, uh -huh. right? Of like how fluid, how much time's cut out. Like not having those load screens because the PS5 loads so fast was insane, right? You die, you're right back into it. You're doing this, whatever, cool. Then it was the fact of like the way they've broken up the map this time around, obviously humongous. You can travel so easily with the wings or swinging, but then once, you know, you have basically this progress bar for the amount of things you've done in a territory, right? And it'll fill in and give you some tokens usually. And then the mid one is always going to be fast travel. And I was like, oh, cool. I can fast travel around the map when I do that. That's nice. I didn't realize at first that it was going to be wherever I drop the cursor, it's going to drop me. Like it was so simple yeah. now to get around easily. It wasn't like you're fast traveling to, oh, I can go to Madison Square Garden and then from there go do things. No, it was, you're going to, yeah, thank you very much, Barrett, with the B-roll. It is very much like, no, you want to drop yourself on Avengers Tower, put it on Avengers Tower and it'll move a little bit to the side on the road and drop you right there. You're swinging in and you're like, it was for being a trophy hunter for trying to get around for just trying to get to a mission for when I thought the story was really, really cooking and I just wanted to get to the next beat. It so was so easy. So player friendly. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's what the game is, right? Player friendly. Yeah. I want to keep talking about this game, but real quick, I want to tell you a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by better help. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Immersion Fragrances, where gaming meets the world of scented candles. Immersion Fragrances is your destination for gaming-inspired scented candles, each one meticulously crafted to transport you into the worlds of your favorite video games and tabletop adventures. And most importantly, this company is ran by a kind of funny best friend. For a short while, customers can enjoy a 10% discount site-wide. Yes, 10% off every gaming-inspired scented candle they offer. And that's not all. They're sweetening the deal with free shipping on every order. 
but here's the real kicker. For every three candles purchased, Immersion Fragrances is throwing in a free mystery candle. Imagine the excitement of unwrapping a mystery candle with a unique scent, just like opening a loot box in your favorite game. Each candle is a work of art inspired by the immersive worlds of gaming and tabletop adventures. Don't miss out on this unbeatable offer. Head over to ImmersionFragrances.com right now and fill your cart with the enchanting scents of your favorite worlds. Remember, you'll get 10% off free shipping and a free mystery candle for every three that you buy. That's ImmersionFragrances.com. The fragrant journey begins here. A lot of flowers for it. The one thing I do want to say, and I'm not doing it in the, I'm making an internet problem here or anything, you know what I mean? But like, I still do not like this Peter face. Like, oh, I don't either. I'm with you. I, I, here's the thing. I, I know what you mean about the internet problem thing. When I first saw these, you know, people chirping, you know, bumping their gums, I'm just like, ah, everybody's annoying. Just like, who cares? Like the new Peter looks fine. And I always felt like the new Peter looked fine, even in the remaster. Something about it here just it did not work for me at all. And I was always like the type that like, I like new things and oh, it's a new, it's a new character actor. Oh, cool. The, oh, the model looks great. And I feel like it worked so much better, but I'm, I did notice that there was a pa day zero patch that went out to improve like character lighting and stuff. There are moments early on in this game that I'm like, Peter and Mary Jane are probably the main characters of this game. Like aside from Miles and stuff, but like, Right now, these characters look really not great in this lighting. I don't know. Ever, there, there are so many moments where it's like the green screen effect where, like, <laughs> it's a video game, so it doesn't really make sense, but it's like, those characters aren't standing outside. You, you just put a bad <laughs> light on them that, that makes them look like they're in sunlight, and I feel like I saw that in a lot of moments. I think the game is insanely gorgeous when you are in an interior of a building doing a story quest and you are like looking for a bad guy or whatever. And like, they have awesome, like the, the these scenes are so crafted and, and beautiful with like how the lighting's going to hit certain areas and shadows are casting all over the place. But whenever there's sequences outside, it just doesn't look great. Peter's neck is real wide and he looks like Kurt Angle and he's turning, he does, he does the Batman, like uh, uh, Michael Keaton, when he has the whole like cowl on and he can't turn his neck. So he just turned, it, it just looks really awkward in a lot of moments. And it's the neck and the haircut. It, yeah. I don't love the hair either, but it, what's, I guess what stinks the most for me is that like, I feel like every other character in this game looks better than Peter Parker. <laughs> and like, he's the main, he's like one of the main co-stars in this game. So that, that really bummed me out. I think Miles looks incredible. Miles looks awesome. I think That's Craven side, looks right? damn good. Like when you get those close-up shots of Craven and there's so much good detail in his beard and stuff, something about Peter just did not work for me this time around. Like it worked for me in the remaster or, you know, the mm -hmm. PS5 version of yeah. the, of 2018's. Yeah, I, I unfortunately I I really agree with you there. I feel like Yuri's performance is amazing. It's perfection. Like I I Spider-Man is so important to me and there's so many iterations of the character that I love and I, you guys have heard me talk about spectacular Spider-Man like Josh Keaton Spider-Man is so like yeah, you nailed it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yuri might be my favorite. Like Yuri yeah. might, might have now like officially after multiple titles, like there's just so much personality. There's so much Spidey. There's so much Peter. Like it feels so, so right. This is also my favorite miles performance that we we've yep. had so far. Um, I've never been the biggest fan of this take on miles Morales. Uh, but I feel like this game, this game's been turning me around on that for sure. Um, I still feel like there's like a little bit of a disconnect between how miles sounds and how he looks and how Peter sounds and how he looks it just doesn't feel right to me um but in terms of performances uh from the voice side i thought that they they were awesome it's just yeah yeah, really just don't like peter's look and mary jane's look so for me personally yeah miles performance is amazing and it's naji right uh he just crushes it i think they for me they do match up really well for yeah with me yuri and it's not even like well it's what was first i just feel like original 2018 Peter Parker matched better with Yuri's voice and what was going on. Yuri's performance is amazing. And what I want to give credit to there is that, you know, when we saw that PlayStation showcase demo, right. And it was at the end, like, Oh man, does he ever always act like that? No. And it was like, you know, he got, he was being mad Spider-Man. There was definitely a part of me that kind of not rolled my eyes, but was like, all right, we've seen this so many times, right? We've seen this so many times in the over the top. I'm mad out of nowhere. Yada, yada, yada. The, Stuff he gets to do to layer that in, it, like it, he's, it's so much more than that. And so to get that throughout the game and see what was going on, I was like, oh, man, this is so well done. Let alone, of course, when he's no longer under the symbiote's power, right? You know what I mean? Like when Venom has to come around. You're really ticking me off. Like I just like just such a nice, innocent dude, like just oh, trying to be angry. <laughs> it was like, oh, man, I'm really angry. <laughs> so question for you, Tim, because you are the biggest Spider-Man fan period in, in, around, right, in our office. Me and Barrett at the time, but yeah. Is he on fucking the show? No. no. It doesn't matter about Barrett right now, right? And he can't be the Batman fan, the Persona fan. I'll the, take Spidey. I'll the, take Spidey. The Wonder Years fan. He can't just be every the Chainsaw Man, whatever weird anime these kids like these days. Anyways, uh, question for you, though, was, you know, you mentioned, like, oh, you've seen this before. Did, uh, were there enough surprises for oh you in God, this? Yes, the, undeniably. I, I feel like, again, I, the seen this before stuff, I feel like for the most part, is the stuff that I like and the stuff where, yeah, they did justice to the stories and characters of this world. Um, I've always kind of been a a Venom hater, I would go as far as even saying. I'm like, I don't think I've ever really, like, like since I was a little kid, which Venom was the coolest thing I've ever fucking heard of in my life in Black Suit Spider-Man, are you kidding me? You know, I think as you kind of go on, like, I, I really like the Ultimate Comics take on, on Venom and, like, some of the different ways they uh, change the backstory to make it feel a little bit better or whatever. I think that this one, for the most part, it it worked for me. It, it's not the best version of the story I've ever seen. It is not even in the bottom half of worst I've ever seen. So, but to me, this is so much more than a Venom story. So, it's like oh, that sure. stuff. I'm fine with. I think how far they take it and the uh, characters, the surprises, the amount of the rogues gallery that seen that I don't know why I didn't expect. I played the other games and the other games delivered in spades in terms of even going to the Halloween party and yeah. uh, in 2018 and seeing lizard shirtless like, Spider-Man, shirtless Spider-Man, shirtless of Spider-Man's party. Uh, but people uh, dressed as the lizard and I dressed as shocker, like all of that stuff. Like it just made it feel like a real New York that Spider-Man has lived in for a long time. That's and crazy. I, Imagine dressing as like a terrorist. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. But, you walk in the party, you see like that guy killed my father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
problematic, man. Um, but I mean, literally, literally from the opening moments of this game, I was like, God damn, dude! Like, what are they doing? This is awesome. This is one of the strongest beginnings to a video game. And I just feel like those surprises kept hitting, kept hitting. And Greg said this earlier, but like, there'll be side quests you're going through, and just some of the character reveals, some yeah. of the name drops, some of the. It's like, and you get that thing where it's like, wait, are you gonna? Are you? Are you about? What? Oh my God, oh, they did it. That's it. what they're doing. And the amount of times that happened to me, and it was like, oh, you're about to do this, and then they do something that's even better than what I thought. Like that to me, like this game is in such good hands. Like they yeah. care deeply yeah. about Spider-Man, and that comes across so much. I feel like throughout my entire time playing it, that uh, I just I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, well, Wolverine, right? I mean, well, that's the thing, man. We got Wolverine coming, and like no one in Sony, like, I'll bet that game's next year. I feel it in my core, Grank. Yeah, and yeah. I'm that's so excited. Insane. Yeah, I'm well. so excited. <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna platinum that shit before yeah. review too, probably, because Insomniac doesn't miss. Damn. Now, blessing. Mm -hmm. You're the four out of five. You're talking about all this different stuff. Do you think this one of the conversations we have over and over again on PS? I love you, XOXO, is the S tier PlayStation Studios, and then the A tier. Mm. Does this change your uh, your opinion? Because we've talked a lot in the build up to this that Insomniac's constantly A tier. They're MVP. They're doing all this stuff, but they're not having the Last of Us moments, right? These like, oh my god, this isn't a game. This is cinema shit. Like, mm. do you still consider them an A tier after this? Also, yeah, I still put them in A tier. I think it go it goes back to a conversation we recently had of like, I think Spider Man Two is going to be one of, if not the biggest game of the year, right? And I think it's one that, like, you know, as we go around the table and all of us are on the positive side, it's hard for me to think of anybody that's going to come out and be like, oh, man, this disappointed, right? Like, this came out and it's, like, you know, below par or, or a 7 out of 10 or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure those will pop up. But I think the common consensus is going gonna, is gonna to be that this is a W for Insomniac. Yeah. And, like, I think the fact that you're when you look at playstation first party this year right? playstation studios games this year obviously you can count burning shores call them out and all that stuff but this is like the singular playstation studios title like game full game that is dropping this year and it's coming out and it's going to own the fall in terms of like conversation and popularity and and the fact that yeah like we're talking about wolverine coming out possibly next year possibly within the next two years i think for sure they're in the a i still don't put them in the s like i still this still isn't one that i'm walking away from being mind blown i think that is still where i come down on the four sure. as opposed to five is like you know i don't feel the way i felt after finishing god of war ragnarok or last was part two after finishing the game but i still feel the way i felt after playing spider-man one yeah. right which is oh damn what a fantastic time i sorry what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to talk about some of the like character writing as much as i love yuri's performance something about like the moment-to-moment -moment writing that Peter, you know, Peter's like barks here and there and stuff like that just didn't quite hit for me all of the time like I expected to in the way that I'm always smiling when Andrew Garfield is talking in his Spidey movies and even though those movies weren't super great, right? I still He's crying over Gwen and Andy's just smiling away. <laughs> like, this, is, this is awesome. <laughs> um, I just feel like there weren't a whole lot of moments of me laughing at little like one-liners like I feel like I did during the 2018. See, I was thinking about the same thing, and I don't know if it's maybe age, if it's maybe like I've grown past like the Peter Parker random lines they'll throw into combat, because I used to find Peter Parker hilarious as a Spider-Man. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, like playing this game, I'm like, shut up, old man. I'm like, all right, he's making jokes. I, 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 th I think maybe they leaned more into Peter Parker makes dumb puns that you roll your eyes at if he's like your friend. 
But like, it, I don't feel like it was always that. And I feel like this time around, it was a lot of just like, you know, oh, don't mind me, just swinging around or like stuff like that. That you just kind of like wait. I feel like Miles was also, doing a lot of this. You thing also too. used to do like funny stuff too. Like in addition to the goofy puns that you kind of like. Ah, there's Greg. He's making a little pun. I love it. I feel like it all worked for me, but I, I agree that it, it's not the direction that I personally want to see Peter go, but I think it is because it's Peter and Miles, and they're trying to make Differentiate. them as different as possible. And I mean, essentially, they're trying to, they're making Miles what everyone expects Spider-Man to be, which is a little bit more like kid-like and like making all those things. And yeah, Peter at this point is becoming the old man, like the the uncle of it all. And so it <laughs> it makes sense and works to me. Again, not my favorite take with this, but like I I had no issue with the the writing in terms. I, of the I feel like there was only one moment that I legitimately laughed, and not that I like I'm playing and like pissed off all the time, right? I love this game, but there was a there was a great line from a character who says. You're getting old, Pete, or something like that, and he's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> like he kind of like he took real offense to like, "What do you mean? I'm not. I'm not that old. What the fuck are you talking about?" And I thought it was just a really great kind of reaction from Yuri Lowenthal. One thing I, I want to shout out that I think uh, we we've not talked about right is the fact that they've done such a great job of making Miles and Pete feel different, let alone Pete feel different from regular Spider-Man to symbiote Spider-Man. Uh, like there was. You know, I'm, I, you know, I obviously grew up with Peter, right? And I grew up with the red and blue. So just like last time, right? As soon as I got the ability, right back into the classic spider suit. Never saw the white spider until it, it forced me to or something. Uh, but then I was surprised by when I really got going with Miles and really got into his power set and really started moving things around, how much I enjoyed playing as him and was doubling back to be Miles because I was enjoying that gameplay more than I was necessarily. Not in a bad way, Spider-Man's normal thing. But then once Symbiote really gets going, I was like, shit, fuck, this is great. And I was, I found a lot of reasons that that I was never bummed out to switch between the Spider-Man, nor was I ever like, oh, God, I got to be this. Yeah. Dude, I mean, the costume options. Come on, man. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, there, there's so many. There are really good story unlockable ones that happen when certain things in the story happen, or even side quests that I thought was kind of neat that I wasn't really expecting. But the, the idea that, like, 80% of these have four colorways is the coolest shit of all time. Ideal dream world. Let me get some destiny shader system. Let me, yeah, yeah, but god damn, I like that's the main reason why I went for this platinum is like not only was not only were a lot of the other side missions still fun and engaging to do even after, uh, it, like I guess the post game content, but knowing that, like, oh, if I get a couple more city tokens, I'm getting that new thing, and what are the colorways with this costume? And anytime it, it was like opening a little gift every time you get a new costume you i was always hurrying back right back to hit the touch dude. menu oh i got a new unlock let me yeah, see like oh yeah, my gosh yeah. dude it was such a great it, little flow for me and you mentioned like you know like this, they're awesome these suits are awesome whatever but then like you know we're talking about being surprised right and we're also talking about story unlocks right there's a moment where spider-man kip ups in this game and it was like fucking i was tim gettys like, oh my god yes a kip up like Where you, you spring back to your feet from your yeah, back. You spring You're on the back. Kick and you, up. Kip no, up. Kip. K-I-P. The P. You up. That re that's what they call it? Yeah. I'm with you, Andy. I only, I only know this because I break danced. I mean, <laughs> so I, I know it from professional wrestling. So I mean, I, I watch a lot of Shawn Michaels. I used matches. to do that all the time because of Shawn Michaels, but I never yeah. was called a kip up. Yeah, kip yeah. up. What the fuck? Anyways, <laughs> it's a great moment where I was like, oh my oh, God. Dude. I was like, let's fucking go. You know, goosebumps. Chill. I must have like, said that a hundred times yeah. in this game, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially in the beginning. But you know, I don't usually say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? The suits, though, man. I mean, like, the story suits, incredible. I think they did such a great job of, of constantly. You know, they did a good job when 
I've unlocked dope suits that I'm like, oh, I'm in love with this. And then a story one comes, I'm like, well, I guess I got to use that one for yeah. a bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, w I was very much the same, just like a bounce off of just like, I love trying to uh, sync up like Peter and Miles' look of like trying to find similar yeah. suits where it's like, I want them yeah. to be a, like a team Matching. and a unit. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like I, I kind of played it basic and safe uh, just because... I like the original suits that they made for uh, their world and their story. And so it was just fun just playing around even with the basic stuff. Like I loved that shit. By far, I changed my costume more in this game than either of the other games. Like in the other ones, Easily. I had my eyes on one that I'm like, that's gonna be it. And then I got it and maybe I'd switch between the cell shaded style Variety or something. Just, life, just yeah. to like see something different. This one, like I swear to God, every every 30 minutes I was changing. Purple and teal? Fuck yeah, dude, dog. Let me go so get that shit going. Ones. Like there's there's so many that like, I can't wait to talk about this one yeah. and stuff. There was some that I'm like, somebody made that for me. Yeah. Like there's no way that somebody cared that much for to do this shit. I, my, the one thing that breaks my heart is my favorite suit from Miles Morales 20, uh, 20 Miles Morales, uh, the game, uh, is in this one again. And the it, it had four color options and i was like we're about to get a fucking white and blue version of my favorite suit and we didn't we did it still <laughs> fucking cool like, ah, not with you Eddie. i wish we could just customize that stuff yeah. but that aside my god could not be happier with the suit selection in this, this, one. this one broke me because i'm the kind of person that i want to stay in character like i don't like entering a cutscene and just wearing some like fucking wild ass suit i'm with like, you, you know, uh, rio's yeah. talking to me and i'm like oh, i don't know what i'm wearing right yeah i this one broke me because i was like i i gotta wear some of these crazy suits because yeah. they're sick as hell yeah yeah there's a clip i'm gonna put up way later you know what i mean because it's it's just at enough of a moment where i'm like that but it's exactly that where it's this super serious moment and miles pops in looking like a complete clown I'm like god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah as far as art styles go i love some of the cell shaded uh takes on him like we saw with the prior iterations but i think they do such a great job with just material work there are some suits in here that you like zoom in i, I don't want to i mean you would assume i'm not going to spoil it never mind but just some of the material differences that when you get a close-up look and like, wow, that's like a clear kind of plastic, but over a leathery sheen sort of thing. And like the artists in this game just absolutely popped off with the amount of different materials. Cause you know, 10 years ago it was something's metal or like leather <laughs> or concrete. <laughs> right. And here there's like so many different things that they can play around with. And I thought they did such a bang up job. Another great photo mode, too, that we have. Oh, yeah. Time. I wanted to call that out. That was amazing. Uh, one thing I would like to double back to in terms of gripes or, like, the things that aren't perfect, because it's not a perfect game. No game is, right? Uh, there's a couple different... There's one section in particular where you're doing a bunch of little mini games, right? And to Insomniac's credit, they're optional. You could just go right to the objective, but you do this, and you do it, and you get to talk to Mary Jane a little bit more, right? And I was doing this, and people were asking me, and I was like, oh, it's very Yakuza. Right, where it's like you, there isn't a karaoke bar or whatever, like you could go to a nonstop, but there's these little mini games they built for you to go do it. And my problem with them was that the gameplay never felt that much fun. And then the conversations I got were never that rewarding. It wasn't like I was in, in when I was like, well, I'm gonna do everything. That maybe there's cheesy, maybe there's a trophy yeah. attached to it, right? I'd go in and do it, and then I would have a very much longer, but not more fleshed out conversation to something we had already said. Like, oh, oh, I get it. Yeah, you're not happy at your job, MJ, but you really didn't give me much more than you're not happy at your job because Jay Jonah sucks. Like, okay, or whatever. You know but what then you mean? can hit, like, a button to make your character go, woo! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are a couple of <laughs> those, too. Shit. But it, it's like, again, to their credit, they're optional. So if you're like, you get in, this sucks, you bounce. But it is, it was like one of those things of like, oh, this, especially early on when it happens in the game where I was like, 
okay, what is the vibe here? It feels like it should be more elevated. Like it definitely like that. I feel like that is the lowest point of the game in terms of the the moment to moment gameplay stuff where that last one. I mean, yeah, if you do all of it, 15, 20 minutes or so. But like it does kind of feel like every time you start a conversation, I'm like, oh, this is going to go somewhere cool. And then it doesn't. It kind of just circles a little bit. It ends in some cool stuff. But I, I, as a player, I didn't know that because every other thing you're doing this game, you're kind of rewarded for the things. Yeah, I didn't really feel like you were rewarded I there. I feel like there could be an analog at like immediately just comparing it to Ellie and Dina walking around in the beginning of The Last of Us Part Two in that city and kind of like going to different parts of the city and you getting to know the area, but also getting to know these characters a little bit more. And yeah, I'm with you all. I felt like it was like a lot of effort was put into this whole thing, right? This is like, there are a lot of different activities that can be done, but it just never quite, I never felt like I was like not wasting my time, you know? Yeah, exactly. On the, the flip side of that though, I feel like this game has, I don't know, four or five locations like that in terms of there's a lot of little things you can go around and, and check out. And I thought that all of those were way better than that. And maybe not all of them perfect, but I feel like um, something I really enjoyed about this game is it tripled down on the Miles Morales game stuff of the supporting cast of characters that aren't just the traditional ones that we know, but really getting into, like, I can't believe how much this game focuses on Peter and Miles as opposed to Spider-Man. And the other ones did too, um, but I feel like that was a strong suit of the Miles Morales game of the, the sense of community that he had and that district feeling so much more alive than the rest of New York. Yeah. This game makes it match a lot more and it everything feels very distinct. And the amount of uh, in-building locations, I was very surprised by because there was a couple in the other games. I feel like there was constantly things we were doing in this one that had a ton of different interactable, uh, interactive things um, that did reward me. It did have a line of dialogue that made me go, oh shit, this is cool. Or like some things that just felt totally like unrelated. Like some, I don't even want to say some stuff, but it just like did not <laughs> feel Spider-Man at all. But then I feel like because of that, that gives Spider-Man a new identity. Like it, it felt like it fit, even though it's not something I expected. The, you're you're on top of a lot of there, but I think to call out for me is how much Insomniac respects their own universe. If that makes sense, right? We've talked about that, and that's one of the things I loved about Miles was like, oh man, like we're this is their universe. This is their Spider-Man, which of course sounds silly, but what I mean is that like Spider-Man One, Miles Morales, and then this game, right? When you get to this game. The events of all those games, DLCs included, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mattered, happened, are referenced. You know, you'll see you're not, maybe you don't see everybody, but you know, you get touches of like where I had said stuff before of like, I wonder if this will happen. Are they going to mention that? Or what about that thing from this thing? Like that all gets in there. And again, if you didn't play DLC or you didn't play Miles Morales, like you still have a great time in this game. You still catch up to it, but it's more to be like, oh, wow. Okay. They did make a call back there. Oh, wow. They are referencing that in, in a lot of ways I didn't expect. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, I am shocked at how much this game references itself. Like there are events that happen in this game, whether they're early on or later in the game that affect the world. And then the world stays that way. Yeah. And and I'm very impressed. With, again, that's some PS5 shit. That is Insomniac like using this, and I feel like it it was especially nice uh, because it's it on some hand could just feel gimmicky and just like oh yeah cool congratulations you can like make a different area look different. But I feel like this did a good job of separating New York, a New York that we've been through multiple times now. This one is I'm double the size because uh, there's the the other boroughs now, but or at least some of them. But um, I feel like the the variation between everything like felt a lot more distinct than it ever has. And I think the areas that wouldn't have felt distinct now did because of the, well, this event happened, so now it looks like this type stuff. Yeah. I wanted to just uh, applaud them for not making swinging feel useless. I thought the 
I thought the wingsuit would have just completely overtaken anything about, uh, you know, I love swinging through New York, and I didn't want to feel like, well, I could just be swinging, or I could just be using the wingsuit all the time. I thought they were so perfectly balanced. And, and it works so well in tandem. Mm -hmm. In addition to the way that you can upgrade your traversal and add emitter boost and emitter dash and then finding the those wind tunnels like i just feel like all of it was so perfectly in concert with one another like i they did such a great job with balancing different traversal mechanics that didn't make the other one feel like obsolete you know 100 percent I do want to, uh, this is a tough thing that we'll get fully into in the spoiler stuff, so I'm not going to even touch on spoilers here, but I will say that while the plot of the game, take it or leave it here or there, is it better than this, better than that, I'm not really sure. We, that's a conversation for everyone to have individually. I feel like the themes of this game are incredibly strong, and the stories and character moments and side quests and everything back them up so well, and that to me is where the Esther Insomniac stuff starts to come in, where so much of the the villain stories, how they tie into the, the hero stories, how they tie together, how the heroes tie together, the communities around them tie together, all of that, it's all backed up with words I don't even want to say right now, but I just feel like they they surprised the hell out of me that they even would go that deep yeah. with it. Um, but I feel like they they really did something special, and it reminds me of a story you would get from The Last of Us. It reminds me of some of the ending story bit moments from Ragnarok that I'm just like, you, you did the damn thing. You used the Spider-Man archetypes to go beyond and, and tell something very special that I think actually matters. And it's not just, oh, this is a fun story. People seen Venom before, so like people like this stuff. It's like, no, this shit matters. This is going to affect people. And uh, Miles Morales did that a lot. I think this game took it and just ran with it. And so many of the character and moments from Miles Morales that are in this, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah, a lot of very emotionally well-written side quests in addition to what you were just mentioning. Stuff that isn't necessary like a plot but it's like b plus plot like right there uh, you know right next to the sort of the main characters and there are some really cool character moments that i didn't see coming and when they hit i was like how are they going to pull this off and when they hit it's like god damn that is some like really good writing and crafting of characters you know it's good when i i, I stop the game to open slack and send myself the quote Oh, where yeah. I was like, I don't want to forget that that was that good, right? That's God of War from Ragnarok. You get a little tattoo right? or one. Yeah. You know, a little shoulder blade? Ant may deserve to die. Whoa! <laughs> 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 and it's MJ saying it. <laughs> For me, it was the C and D plot stuff where I'm like, this came out of nowhere and I'm surprised that like this stuff is touching me in the way that it is, right? Yeah. Like I did not expect just a random side quest that I picked up for a character that is... I, close to no name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, one degree removed from random NPC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that kind of stuff actually hitting. That's the stuff that surprised me. Yeah, yeah. It's a good um, video game. Yeah, real, real good video Tim, game. Tim, is it your game of the year? Oh man, I hate that you're even asking me that. I figured. Look, you within the first hey. hour, you walked up to me and said, "I think this clears for game of the year." I don't know how you've. I know. I, well, I didn't say that. I, I, what I said was, I haven't quoted. Where's your journalism, no, what, what, Kevin? Pull up the security. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I might have even said this during that that hour bit. But then he, this was like the next day or two um, after I'd actually played more at home too. And I was telling you, you and Raj, like if this game keeps up at this pace, like I I could see it being my game of the year. Right. And it did. I, I think that it definitely like it kept at the pace. I think that 
like I, it's uh, whatever. I've like been glowing enough about this. People understand how much I love this game. This is the best year for video games for me. And like, I that could be a question of is it the best year for everyone overall? I don't know. For me, at this point, <laughs> undeniably, it is between Final Fantasy 16, Tears of the Kingdom, and this. I think in terms of game of the year for what I think that should mean, it's Tears of the Kingdom, and I, and I don't think that anything could have taken that down. Um, but goddamn, I'm fucking living. I'm thriving out here. Always uh, oh, eating. But yeah, I, I think Tears of the Kingdom for so many reasons of like just. I don't even know. It's so close. It's so close, but there's something in my heart that tells me it's still Zelda. Um, but I feel like, if anything, that's unfair to this game. What about you, Andy? Is it your game of the year? No. No. Who's up there? What's yours right now? It's a contender. Ah! Sure. But it's, you know, it's probably going to be... I don't want to say anything. I like surprises of people. I like surprises of people. Yeah, we got a surprise of people. Lies of P, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's, li it's Lies of P, and it's uh, oh. definitely Gollum. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I'm looking through my notes right now to see if there's anything else. <laughs> How do you guys feel about stealth? I feel like this one, they paired it down slash gave you different tools. Like I, One of the things that I really liked from Spider-Man 1 was like the idea of having the tripwire that I could use to like you know perch oh. and fucking like have people like attached to walls and shit. And there was never, they don't have like the activities that force you to do stealth. Obviously, you have the option to do that if you want to. Um, but this time around, they introduced like a web line mechanic where you can make your, your own, make your own anywhere like, you want path, it, yeah. like in the in, in the air essentially and walk over people and do the same perch takedown stuff. That I thought was fascinating. And I liked that as an addition. But overall, I was surprised by how much they don't make you do stealth in this game compared to the previous one. Well, I think again, it's, it, it, I think the word there is make. And I would, I, when we talk to Brian on the spoiler cast in a couple of weeks, that'll be the interesting thing to talk about, right? Is like, again, I th you don't have to do the puzzles. You don't have to do these weird little side missions, right? Uh, I was, it's, you don't think about how other people play the game, right? And so I was like flabbergasted when Tim was on Slack and was like, oh, hey, like I might have screwed myself here. I need to get all these, these stealth takedowns, webline takedowns, but I've already, fin and I was like, I had that in like the second one. Yeah. I, I am so stealthy. I did in like, yeah, the ability to shoot the web line out and then like, oh, right. I can make my own web up here. Turn, shoot a web line that way, shoot a web, like make your own thing to have all these different tendrils to go. Like I did it for everything, everything. And I would come up on random street crimes where they're doing a drug deal, or not drugs probably, but whatever in the alley, right? And I would go, doo, 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 and I would just go up there and like, you know, ping the trash can over there to get them all to look at it to snatch this guy. And I could have dropped and I could have beat them all in 30 seconds, I'm sure. But I was like, I love the vibe of this so much. I want to do it this way. I, I think the functionality of what Blessing was just mentioning, uh, like making your own kind of like the places line. to per to perch on, I feel like that took away uh, and maybe oversimplified a lot of the rest of what could happen in stealth when you're talking about trip wires and little gadgets. I feel like all the gadgets are essentially just combat related. There's nothing really else there to um like there's no there's no stealth gadgets. yeah there's no stealth gadgets right yeah but uh, i mean that being said what i said earlier it's like i could do that shit all day i loved doing those you know as simple as they were maybe you get caught you swing away you hide for a little bit it's like this is not we're not talking like you know dishonored stealth or anything <laughs> like that here it is the most simple two people are together oh, i just upgraded this thing let me get that dupe you get that dude and I feel like for as simple as it was, I still find it found it incredibly enjoyable or else I would have just ran in there yeah. and, you know, gone buck wild on everybody. But I really enjoyed those moments because to, to see like to challenge myself, can I get through this gigantic complex 
without triggering a 100%, warning. Yeah. See, that's what I essentially just did. Is like I went in and I just fucked up everybody, right? Because like for me, it was more of a well, if I I could stealth this, but if I stealth this, this is gonna take me ten minutes as opposed to me jumping in and killing all these guys. Yeah, in three I mean, minutes. two minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And so like that was always my route, and it did make me miss the the bespoke stealth activities that you had in the previous game of like, hey, if you do this under one minute you get three stars right if you do it in two minutes you get two stars and like that kind of thing of don't get caught i really like that stuff because they give you a bunch of tools to do that so i was i was pretty surprised that it felt like they pared it down but like it also i think it is also the thing of they want to make it a bit more um actiony and a bit more engaging in the way and so i didn't know what the balance of that was for them yeah, yeah. Plus it's funny you say that because like I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you with all of it where i i would use the stealth stuff pretty much just as uh initiation to beat the shit out of people so it's like yeah, do the one web line, get two people done, and then, yeah, I'm going in and just fucking using the abilities to clear everyone out. Get the heavies Love, out, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love the web line as a concept. I feel like I used it as much as I wanted to, um, so I was kind of happy with the amount that was in the game. I didn't even realize till right now, though, that, yeah, there there weren't those missions like the first game had and Miles Morales had where get to the ceiling or the, the roof of a building and there's snipers everywhere and, like, the, the timed missions of like get through them this, out. whatever and those are the uh, parts of the game especially when you're trying to platinum spider-man one that in the moment art can be so frustrating and like on your 15th attempt after getting caught you're just like i fucking hate this and uh i'm not in, having a good time at all but then once you beat it you're like that was fucking great dude right and that's the thing that is like, i keep having flashbacks of i there were there were recordings i put on my ps4 of like me just basically zigzagging around a base and fucking taking everybody out super quick and like that was a satisfying feeling at the same time i totally understand the platinum run of like i'm 100%ing this thing and i'm stuck on the stealth mission and i'm fucking frustrated now yeah so i with the web line i i would have loved if there were a set of those type of stealth missions that really like play with you being able to make lines anywhere you want but maybe that's for the dlc but also, I, I did like the balancing because I was similar to you, Bless, at the, the beginning of, like, I missed the, not the tripwire, but, like, the the one, like, kind of heavy shot that would automatically oh, uh, yeah. take people to a wall. I use that all the time. Uh, stuff like that's missing in this one. Uh, but I did like, it, it felt a little bit rebalanced, like Greg was saying, of, like, you could kind of make your own stealth missions. And I found, like, in a lot of uh, kind of bases in Spider-Man 1, if I wanted to do the first, like, round essentially all stealthily, after that first round, round two would always then turn into a fight. True. And I love that, like, the entire, like, for this, if you want the entire side mission or activity or whatever to be all stealth, they, they're not going to force you back into yeah. a fight, which I I felt like there's there was probably a lot of thought of how they wanted to rebalance that especially with like player choice and stuff. So I, I, I grew to appreciate it. And back to it, one of the things is they don't make you do anything in this game, right? Which is obviously to beat the game, you have to do the story. But in terms of it, there are like, I don't, I don't know how much of this is revealed, so I'll be very vague. There are challenge rooms that you do enter into and do stuff on, and they reward you with hero tokens that you obviously use for unlocking stuff in the game, suits and other, I think maybe gadgets, but suits mainly. And I, when everybody's platinuming it before me, I was talking to Roger and I was like, hey, like, I finished one of the challenge rooms and I did a shit job at it. You know, I got the one star, so I only got so many. And I turned and I'm like, is this one of those things where I got a, I got a three star at all? Am I going to have to come back and grind what on this? What was their name in the, in the last game? The, um, I don't remember. Speedball. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right there with you, man. The, and the, so I was like, having to get the gold was like, this is. I'm like, am fun. I going to have to? And Roger's like, I don't know. I did it. Roger's like, I just liked him, so I did. I'm like, all right. So as I was playing through and I was like, 
oh, I'm okay. I don't have to. Like, I don't have to go back and do this. I ha- I'm going to have a surplus of hero you tokens. You get a bronze and you're good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. that's awesome. I'm really I'm really appreciative of that. I will, I will throw in a, a gripe related to the hero tokens. Sure. I feel like the hero token economy is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, you, when you're, as you're going through the game, right, you're unlocking these different currencies that you're using to unlock. I, I, think, I guess upgrade gadgets, upgrade abilities, and then also uh, buy suits as well. And like all of them, you, you get from doing the different activities in the open world, and it's, they're pretty plentiful, right? You don't usually have a problem getting it. And what's really cool, like for suits, you'd be like, you're short this thing, and you could hit triangle, and it would tell you where to go to yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. The one, though, that isn't as plentiful is the hero tokens. And like there is a mid game gap to where, you know, early on you have access to so many activities that give you them, and then you don't. You keep, there comes a point where you can't really get more until end game because like a new things unlocked actually mm-hmm. give you hero tokens. And so for me, I was unlocking suits, like spending the hero tokens to unlock suits. And then I hit yeah. like a wall with all my upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like all of your gadgets at some point need the hero tokens. And so mid game, I'm like, oh, I can't upgrade anything. I found myself doing the opposite where I, yeah. I was like, I want more suits. I'm gonna stop upgrading my shit cause <laughs> I, I'm gonna stop upgrading my defense or my offense, you know, health or all that stuff. Because I just want more suits. Yeah, <laughs> that's, for, the kind of, that's the thing I concentrated playing on. Playing for me, it was like looking, all right, what suits am I going to want? Okay, I will unlock those, but everything else. I'm gonna, I, I, I was kind of just doing the dragon method of hoarding it all. Like, I'm not spending anything until I know what I need. <laughs> I played this game like an absolute psychopath, and I literally did every single thing I could before moving on to the uh, the main mission. And that was just because I feel, felt like I kept getting rewarded with great story beats that felt additive to the main plot so i was yeah, like yeah. i want i want to know what happens here before i move on to this next thing and i'm very impressed with how designed to do that the game feels and i could see it getting in the way of people that like weren't doing that and um want the hero tokens for different things um but i liked the way that they well, segmented the um the the side quests and the optional things that you can do and they don't give you it all at once they kind of like piece it out in like kind of chapters and waves and like playing it through when you do everything it was like this feels great but i can totally see if you weren't doing that that yeah. it just doesn't happen that's my, my thing is like i was doing all the side stuff that like i ran out of side things that gave me hero tokens like that was my main thing is that like my main my main um mess up was that i kept spending the hero tokens on suits because i was like oh yeah this thing looks cool and that's all i'll spend them and then it's like ah fuck okay i just can't upgrade until i get to like the last 30% of the game. Gotcha. Uh, we're closing out here. Uh, and any final thoughts you guys want to get out there, please do now. One thing I wrote down is uh, Tony Todd's Venom is going to not get talked about enough because he fucking nails it. Like, I feel like he did such a great job. Like, that's what Venom should sound like. <laughs> like, like the, the way he was written, what he's doing, that's fucking Venom. Take it or leave it. But I think Tony, Tony Todd elevated it in the sound design around it all. It was menacing. It was fierce. It was deep and boomy. And I, I loved Loved the performance. The sound mix on it was very good. There's a lot of performances I'd like to shout out, but I'll wait for spoiler cast. But yeah. I think in general, like everybody, I think stepped up a notch in terms of like, oh man, every, these are the main players here. Everyone's doing, and I mean like people I won't mention to Genki, to Danica, just doing the podcast, oh, right? To J. So Jonah good. Jameson, of course. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like incredible. I, Genki, I give a, a major, major like, yo, you fucking showed up for this one. Yeah. So. Um, well, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about Spider-Man 2 over the coming weeks and months and years. Uh, so let us know in the comments below uh, how excited you are for Spider-Man 2. Uh, if you're going to be going back and listening to our old spoiler cast for Spider-Man 1 or Miles Morales. Uh, and just, hey, anything you want to say, you know, just do it. Leave them comments. But until next time, have a spectacular day. Send all your comments in for the PSLWFAQ. And don't forget, thank you, PlayStation, for sending it.